This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. I am a recovering girl boss. I graduated college and I said, give me a glass ceiling. I want to break through it. Give me a corporate ladder. I feel like climbing. Oh, now you're going to tell me it's a jungle gym? Fine. I'll swing across those monkey bars. No problem. I've got the upper body strength. When I left the corporate environment and started freelancing and making podcasts and writing books, and made myself a little LLC, I thought, wow, look at you. You're doing it, babe. I got apps to help me with scheduling and prioritizing. I had a device to tell me when to walk and how many steps I've taken. I had checklists. I had goals. I read books about how to be my best self. All of this was right after my husband died. At one point, I remember laying in my friend Dave's guest bedroom, listening to a book by a famous self-help author trying to fix myself because I was worried I wasn't motivated enough or working hard enough or doing enough. I was not being my optimal self. I was not my best. What was I thinking? This kind of thinking and messaging and books and podcasts, it waxes and wanes in popularity throughout the ages, throughout groups of people. But I was surprised this week to be served a video of a woman around my age in a crisp and expensive looking outfit Asking the camera, is anyone else obsessed with maximizing your potential and being more efficient? The video went on and was about how the woman was waking up at four in the morning to work out and read self-help books that vaguely are about business and the other life hacks she's using to be more efficient and not waste any time. I saw this video while laying in bed at 8.42 p.m. with unwashed dishes in the sink, an unfinished to-do list, and an Ellen Hildebrand novel on my chest that I would stay up all night reading because I had to know how it ended. I knew already that I would ruin my tomorrow to finish this book and that I would be tired in meetings and I wouldn't get as much done as I'd hoped to, and I didn't care. A few years ago, I would have liked this video, saved it, implemented those tips and tricks. I did, for a while there, wake up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym before the kids went to school so I wouldn't waste any time working out that I could spend working. I had every minute of my day planned and color-coded, all in the name of doing. I was also very miserable 
and gotten an average of two car accidents a year, usually running into something like uh, the tree in our own yard because I was so frazzled. And for what, I ask you? For what? There is no potential that needs to be maximized. I am not a naturally efficient person, and the cost of efficiency for me was happiness. I don't want to be efficient. I want to spend this life meandering, existing, not trying to optimize anything at all unless I am literally driving a Kia Optima, in which case I will always say, in honor of my friend's dead friend, let's optimize. If you are a naturally optimized person who lives for a 4 a.m. wake up and loves her systems, I am happy for you. I salute you. But the pursuit of a better version of myself has mostly made me unhappy with myself. I am not a smart device that needs to be updated. I am not a computer. I am not a small countertop appliance. I am a person. And I don't think that our purpose on this earth is to make ourselves the very best doers that ever did. So what's okay for me today is to be myself. I will, as I encourage my children to do every day, do my best and forget the rest. What gets done gets done. What doesn't will get done eventually or wasn't that important. I will read my Ellen Hildebrand novels, 22 more to go before I'm all caught up. And I will stay up all night to do it if I want to. We do not have to be the most optimal version of ourselves. Today, we can just be. I'm Nora McNerney, and it's going to be okay. That it is subjective, it is subject to change, and we want to know yours. Call us at 612-568-4441 or email us at igtbo at feelingsand.co. We try to reply to everybody as fast as we can, but we are a small team, so please be patient with us. It's Going to Be Okay is a production of Feelings & Co. We are an independent podcast company in a sea of huge behemoth media companies. Your support means a lot to us. You listening to this podcast supports us. You sharing it with someone else supports us. Rating and reviewing it supports us. Tell a friend. I don't know what else you can do. You've done enough. You've done enough. Just be today, baby. Just be. I said it was okay for you to just be, and then I tried to give you to-dos. You see what this does to us? Anyways, who's our team? Me, Marcel Malikibu, Jordan Turgeon, Megan Palmer, and Claire McNerney. This episode was produced by Megan Palmer. She's going to try to cut this out, but don't do it, Megan. I'm proud of you. This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com slash benefits.